Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Central Coast Uncorked. Thank you for being patient with us as we took a quick break last week from releasing new episodes, and we are back with new content this week. Broken Earth. Broken Earth. I'm excited to be here. They moved? Yes. I, like, this is my first time in the new location. Mm-hmm. I'm so into it. Mm-hmm. I loved the wine. Yeah. So we went to Broken Earth probably about three or four years ago, and we went several times actually, yeah. like as a family, and like enjoyed a picnic on I have their the patio. Pictures of my parents dancing that I just love there. Yeah. So I remember really enjoying their cab when we were there last, and this time I was super excited to go to their new location. Their new location is a different vibe. Than the previous location. Night and day. Like completely, completely different. different. And I think it's great for groups. Like spectacular place to they go. They even said like, oh, you've got a giant group and you didn't make reservations. Come like, here. Come here. We yeah. can accommodate. They have food. They have a full like pizza oven, like legit food. Not just like, oh, a couple snacks. Like they yeah. have an actual food menu mm-hmm. that looks delicious. They have live music on occasion. Yes. They have a pet-friendly patio um, out front. They patio are near... only, yeah. though. So, like, because they serve food, the entire place isn't pet-friendly. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Like, But we have, you know, 80% of the time, our weather is patio-friendly. So but bring it was your, a small patio. Bring your... Point. Yeah, bring your... Um, four-legged friends for the patio they are right down the street from firestone so if you have people in your group they're like we're really just beer drinkers send like the four of them down to drink beer and the other half of you come and drink wine here which is great so we were really excited to come and check them out um i was also very impressed by the wine sparkling merlot what yeah so confusing but also delicious yeah the wines were definitely like you can drink them now. For sure. And they were easy drinking. We'll just flow right down your gullet. <laughs> but if you are interested in looking into them a little bit deeper, a lot of like mind twisters, if you will. You get my drift? Yeah. Um, so. Sorry, I'm real tired. So <laughs> check them out if you also want to think about your wine a little bit. I'm, I'm excited to go back. Yeah. I feel like the prices were great so hangout reasonable. Spot. Great vibe. Like I, I feel like this summer Kurt and I will totally like go there for pizza and a glass of wine so I don't have to make dinner. Yeah. And it'll be great. So we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. I didn't so even realize been, you had moved. We've been here since May um, of last year, obviously. Okay. Um, oh. And uh, so, yeah, we've been... Yeah, I, I didn't know what month it was. For a <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, yeah, that, so it's that's fresh. two months ago, yeah. <laughs>
No, but uh, we've been here um, since May. Um, kitchen's been open since October, so it's, the kitchen's fairly new. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're still kind of uh, acclimating to the location. Everyone's kind of still trying to figure out where we are mm -hmm. um, in regard to the last location. People keep going out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just a little bit of an adjustment period, but people are starting to finally realize where we are and mm -hmm. we're starting to pick up, you know, slowly but surely. That's awesome. And obviously it's January and February. Those months are usually the slowest months of the year for the hospitality industry in, in, in a whole. So I totally would have gone to the old location. Oh if yeah. If I had I um you guys were pouring wine at the Tamale Festival. Yeah. In Atascadero and I had a glass and I was talking to whoever was there and um, okay, yeah, she said something about moving and I was like, huh? Like what? I had no idea. Well good thing you came then. It is, because <laughs> otherwise we would have been like out there. Hello, right, yeah. Well there's a there's a so another winery bought that building. Oh okay. so we were just leasing it, which is why we moved because okay. we wanted to renovate it a certain way but they wouldn't allow us to. So we ended up moving here and then Sexton ended up buying that building. Oh um, and they're turning it into their secondary label, which is uh, Paris Valley Road. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. I would much rather hang out. Like, the other place was cool, especially, like, with the patio. Mm -hmm. um, I have really cute pictures of my parents dancing on your patio mm -hmm. to a live band one weekend. But, like, this is definitely more, like, my jam. Yeah. I want my living room yeah. to look like this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's maybe a lot more smaller. Too. I mean, you know, like, when we have bands here now, we usually just put, like, a little stage over there or have them in that corner and then... I mean, this bar is movable, so you can kind of customize it to go any shape you want. Or you can just move it out completely and just have a, a full. I mean, we're having one of the high school, uh, Tascadero High School's prom here. Oh. We have some city council meetings. We have a couple of weddings coming up. We have, a, we have Ooh, space to do. Ooh, I would to totally do. have a wedding here. Yeah, right. That's like a great space up there. Right, yeah. So that's usually our club lounge, but when we're not busy enough, we'll, you know, not usually use it. But when we're busy enough, like during the summer months, we'll kind of just close it off. Club members can go up there. We'll have a full-time yeah. person pouring up there and make cool. it a little special for them, yeah. Well, that's just, this is awesome, yeah. This is yeah. perfect for groups. I know. It is. it is. It's what I tell everybody when I meet, you know, when I go out and network and meet yeah. everybody at the industry parties, I meet the limo drivers, and I'm like, well, if yes. you ever have like a group of 20-plus oh, yeah. where you don't have a reservation, yeah. this is the perfect place. Because yeah. even with 20 people in here, it still I mean, feels like we're dead. Right, yeah. <laughs> and in summertime, do the, the garage doors open? Well, even even today, will yeah. Oh man, I love this. Yeah. And are you guys dog friendly? We are not. So. Are not. Um, oh, because you have food. Exactly. Duh. So on the patio we are. Okay. Um, but inside, the state of California doesn't. Like yeah. Us. No, that makes sense. Okay. First one year I've worked at where we did not allow dogs. So like when people first asked that, I'm like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know. No, that makes Actually, sense. Wait, that makes sense. Had I yeah. thought about it, I wouldn't have had to ask. But that's like, I have two dogs. That's always on. Yeah. Like my and list. A, I mean, a lot of them are, are, are dog friendly. Yeah. Here, so it's, it makes it a little difficult when people come here, they're expecting it to be dog yeah. friendly. But yeah, unfortunately we do have the kitchen, so. But I mean, you know, 90% But if you open time, that door, then yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. it's, it's not like they're a, you know, a separate entity. Like they're yeah. still a part of the tasting room and stuff. So it's still kind of nice. And since we always have great weather, it's not a big deal to sit outside. Exactly. True. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's get something in your glass. Yes. So let's do, um, I'll give you something. Um, you guys like sparkling? Yes. Sure. Perfect. 2016 sparkling Grenache Rosé. One of my favorites. I've never really been a big sparkling person, but this one has the perfect amount of acidity with it. Um, and it's very refreshing at the same time. Acidity creates that refreshing feeling that you'll get from wine, and this one has a perfect balance of it. 
and it's only about 13.8% alcohol, so it's not too high. Yeah, that's easy drinking. Yeah, it is. How long have you guys been making a sparkling? So this was our, so we have a 2015 Merlot. Um, oh, that's weird. Sparkling Merlot, which is extremely <laughs> it is. odd. It is. I don't even think I've ever heard of that. It's very unique. I'm oddly intrigued. Yeah. So we have that, and then we have this one. So since 2015. Um, we're actually coming out with um, a sparkling Alvarino this year. Oh. Ooh. Um, which is that be, sounds very exciting. Yeah. So we're really excited about that. And when will that be released? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Summertime. Okay. Summertime. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Okay, so you have a regular tasting and a reserve tasting well, we plate. Is that? Well, we have the regular tasting, which is consists of usually of two whites and three reds. Mm -hmm. We have a reserve, which is all reds, um, and we also have a dessert menu. Oh my! Um, the dessert menu kind of consists of three definite dessert wines and three almost dessert wines, or some Man, two almost dessert wines. You guys are just like ticking every box. Yes. Like <laughs> oh, That's the goal. like. Next time you have like a picky party, you know, like oh, this person often. only likes white wine, this person only likes sweet wine, this person only likes this, like we know where to send you yes. because yes. that's not too many people have a dessert menu. No, I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, that's kind of cool though. I like that this is like not. I'm gonna need a bottle of this. Big, like it's not too um, bubbly in my mouth. Like it's mm. very subtle. I like that. When was this opened? So this would have been last night. Last so night, that makes it sense. It did lose a little bit of its bubbles. I like it though. I know she's but just it's still, <laughs> but it still has like enough yeah. to where you can kind of tell like when you pour it. Oh yeah, no, it's totally like. Yeah. So still bubbly. Still, yeah, it's not still, flat at all. But when she was, maybe yeah, you just need to start opening your sparklings <laughs> the day, night before. The day before. It was last night, so it did lose a little bit. It was a perfect Maybe New Year's Eve wine, too. Oh, there you go. Maybe I want a bottle for tonight. I will show Ooh, you the flavor as yes. well. It is very different. I need to take a picture right. of this label. Because, yeah, that is the... Like, that is... It's got kind of a cult following. It's... it's uh, well, I, mean, I don't think there's anybody else, at least in this Not area, that I've seen. Doing that. I feel like I've had a, a decent amount of sparkling wines and champagnes in my life, and I have never seen a sparkling Merlot. Merlot yeah. And to my not, like, as far as I know, there is Mer does Merlot go by like a different name in France or something that would, nope. you would be like, oh, because sometimes, a, you know, they it's share. Board, yeah, it's a Bordeaux varietal. I love the color. Yes. So is this, like you guys only did this in 15, or is this something you continue to do? This is the only vintage of this one. Um, we have not made another. Um... So did you pick earlier for this, or was it picked at the same time? It was picked at the same time, okay. yeah. Because it smells very well, right. it too it was does. only $30. It's kind of weird to like have a sparkling wine with tannins. Yeah. Which is what it has, and it's. I, it's so confusing, it's, but I want to keep drinking it. Right. Like I've never done this, but I have heard that people mix soda with red wine, like in Spain or China. Oh yeah, I've heard of and that too. That's what I imagine this would be. This like. actually tastes really good with pomegranate juice. Ooh. I learned about that on the Real Housewives of New Jersey, because <laughs> they do that. <laughs> 
I learned about that from a wine book. Well, we got to the same place. Eventually, yes. Mine was definitely more entertaining. It's so strange. It's I want so more. weird. Like, I don't know if I like it, but I also kind of love it. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure that it's my favorite, but I also want to buy a bottle to find out because it's like so intriguing. It's like following. a, it's a very unique. I feel I, like it's, it's a party it's trick. A, like, yeah, it's like, like I want to take it to dinner parties and be like, huh, just wait, I'm about to blow your mind right. and I don't know it's if it's good trick. or weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It is strange to like, because it has acidity, obviously, but then mm -hmm. like the tannins come in at the tail end. I feel like I feel like when I drink it, I get like um, a heavy sparkling rosé, and when I finish it, I get wine, and that's where my mind's like it's like a yeah. mind fog. And then it's you know it's chilled, yeah. So there's like that aspect to it as well. It's just so interesting. I'm into it. I kind of want to get my it. parents a bottle. <laughs> It'd be the way for your mom to drink red wine with your dad. So I wonder if it would give my dad a headache like red wine does. I don't know. I'm surprised that champagne doesn't give him a headache, honestly. Me too. Like, I want to go float down a river and drink this. Ooh, can you imagine if we had this at the Lazy River in Vegas? Talk about being fucked up. <laughs> um, so because this has the tannins and, like, the structure, would you guys like people to age it, like, lay it down? Or do you want to drink it? Like, what? I mean, it's already been four years, almost five. Um, I think it's... I didn't get to taste it when it was first released, so I, I couldn't really give you like an exact like you know taste profile from that yeah. time. But just drinking it now, I can't see it getting any better. Yeah. I think that it's reached its peak, especially for a sparkling. And so like I feel like this one's just at the right peak for the acidity is kind of balanced. Yeah. Um, but if you go any more, you're gonna get a lot of acidity plus the tannins, and it's gonna be almost like really hard to drink. So I kind of feel like I want to like have food with this like i want to yeah what, you have that that th those you, tannins yeah. make it feel like yeah so I yeah mean, like which confuses me even more it's quite the conundrum <laughs> i've actually never tried to pair anything with this because it's so hard to pair with mm -hmm. um like i feel like i want it with like spaghetti with maybe a cream sauce instead of a bolognese oh wow because yeah. i feel like the acidity would cut the cream it's very interesting i don't know about that <laughs> that's what i would want they have a lot of wines, and I feel like they're all pretty reasonably priced. Yeah. Even though, like... Preserved. Yeah. I mean, they're, there's, there's a couple that are pricey, but... But only the, like, 12, 14, 16 are the only high ones. Everything else is, like, in the 20s or 30. Yeah. We have a really good yeah. price point here in, yeah. uh, for the Paso region. Um, for, the, for the style of wines we make, um, so our winemaker's Australian. Um, and he's made wine in Turkey. He's ma he's made wine in South Africa. He's got like a lot of background, and so he brings a lot of those different backgrounds to the table. And so our style of wine, with the price point that we have, is is really good. It's really yeah. hard to find a red, a quality red in Paso for under forty dollars. Yeah. So we have quite a bit of them in the twenty nine thirty dollar range. Yeah, that's awesome. So we'll go with the two thousand seventeen Viognier. So do you guys have an estate or are yeah, you, is he so fruit? Yeah, everything is estate. Okay. So we have um, over 2,500 acres oh, wow. um, 
on our ranch, we only have about 500 at the moment planted. Okay. Um, we actually had seven. Lots of potential then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're actually replanting. So we had 700 plus about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, we ripped a lot of it out because a lot of them were from 1973, kind of getting tired. So we wanted to excuse me, replant and kind of uh, start over. So we're, we're replanting a lot more. Um, back then, a lot of it was Merlot's and Pendale. Um, so we're kind of ripping those out and kind of replanting with new um, kind of upcoming uh, varietals in Paso, if you will. Um, so a lot of cab, a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting varietals that you don't see often like you'll see like on our menu we have like a verdello mm -hmm. you i mean i've tasted at over 120 places in paso there's 300 plus so i'm sure there's a lot more that i haven't tasted but i've never seen that anywhere here um, yeah, me that's the first time i've seen that grape so we're kind of just experimenting with new grapes um he's got a lot of uh of background like you know we make a really good tanat oh and tanat is also there's only about seven um, uh, recognized producers of Tanat in this area, which is pretty big, but we do it really well, and it's our first vintage, so it's just, it, from there, it can only go up. We, where where are you growing the grapes? So all of our vineyards are on the, on the 46 East. Oh, okay. So kind of right next to where our tasting room used to be. Huh. Um, the vineyards on our tasting room were not ours. They were not owned by us. They were our Sierra, um, but kind of like on the other side of the freeway, uh, okay. Kind of cool. on the back roads back there is where we nice. have our Tierra Rajada um, is what it used to be called, which translates to broken earth in English, uh -huh. which is why. Perfect. Which is where the name came from. So this Viognier 17, it's got a really good balance as well. Um, a lot of flora bouquet, but it's got a lot of, um, it's all, all stainless um, on this oh, one. Interesting. So um, all of our wines, I believe all of our whites, except this reserve shard, which we don't make anymore we ripped all that out but um uh it's all stainless so we don't really he likes the stainless he likes the acidity from the stainless he likes the grape to kind of do what it does in the barrel without or in the in the stainless vessel without influence from the oak okay. um, i like this it's easy drinking yeah you'll find that most of our whites are very easy drinking um the next one we'll try the verdello is probably my favorite it's between that and the grenache blanc but the verdello is a nice balance between this one and the grenache blanc so it's kind of right in the middle Really good acidity, really good pa passion fruit and stone fruit on it. So it's it's just really well balanced, really refreshing. Nice. So I have seen the Broken Earth wines before, mm -hmm. like at the store and stuff. Do you have some wines that are only available here? or Most we, of them. Most of them. Yeah. Okay. So like in the store, you'll see a lot of them. Um, I was actually just in Albertsons the other day and I saw we were selling two of our wines there. Um, but they'll say on the label, they'll say estate grown. So oh. the estate grown la uh, label is distribution. Oh, so anything that you see okay. in the store will be that. Here we sell reserve limited release and VS, which is uh, vineyard select, but that's only our Zin because our Zin is the only thing that is not a state grown. Okay. Everything else is a state grown besides that. Um, cool. So limited release and reserve will all be from the tasting room. Nice. Do you ever pour the distribution label in here? Because like, I'm just imagining if people come in and then just and assume and like see it in the store and then they're like, this doesn't taste the I same. I would have done that. It's yeah. extremely rare that we'll do that because it's such a, um, because it's such a wine that we just, it's usually by the time that it's bottled, it's sold. Oh, so okay. it's, it's, it's very rare. 
Um, and we kind of like to keep a, a different type of image in the tasting room because yeah. we want to sell the things that were, you know, yeah. that you can't a get lot more TLC store. is put into, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's it's more of a, of a um, exclusive, yeah. um, you know, Cool, cool. But experience. if people buy it at the store and they like it from the store, then it's likely that they're going to like what they taste here in the tasting room. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you like that, you'll love this. <laughs> so this is the Verdello. So like I was saying, a great balance of acidity, but you're gonna get a lot of passion fruit at the end. So this is one of those wines that like, um, for me, whites don't carry. The length of it is pretty short for a white. It's kind of like it hits you, you get that acidity, that whatever kind of fruit is in it, and then it kind of dies away. This one kind of stays with you. It smells good. Yeah. Hmm. Ooh, I want to drink this in the pool. So what time do you guys start doing food and do you do it every day? At noon. Okay. Yeah, so noon to six. Okay. Um, it's going to change from um, 11 to seven. In the oh. Next couple weeks, but we're in the process of bringing in a, um, a, a new chef mm -hmm. that's going to kind of expand our menu and put other things on there besides just pizza. Yeah. And then when that happens, we'll, we'll go up to um, 11 to seven. Nice. And what are you, are you open every day? We are open seven days a week. And so nice. is the kitchen. Yeah. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. That's very good. good to know. Yeah. I liked the Verdello mm -hmm. more than the Viognier for me. Was like I Verdello did too, but I feel like the Viognier would be easier to like drink a bottle of. Interesting. They were both good. I really like the prices, $24, like yeah. that's hard to beat. Yes, it is. So, their tasting flight for the regular is 15. The reserve is 20 and the dessert is 15. And it's all way for the bottle purchase. That's really reasonable, yeah. especially the one bottle purchase. It's extremely reasonable. So this is the one that's not ever on our tasting sheet. Oh. Um, but I opened it yesterday because I wanted to taste it. <laughs> um, so this is a Tempranillo Tanat. So it's, it smells um, good. It's a unique blend because it's got 50% Tempranillo, 42% Tanat, and then 2% of four uh, five other varietals. So it's kind of got a little bit of everything, um, but it's got a lot of smoothness and a good like uh, starts Ooh. off a little earthy, and then it gets a little sweeter, and then it kind of yeah. comes back to the earth. I thought that was going to be way more aggressive. It's a unique blend. These these kind of grapes normally would clash together because they're both kind of like a, a deep kind of earthiness to them. Um, so I was a little concerned that I was going to get too much of it. It's going to taste like dirt almost a little bit. But it, the, the little bit of tanat that's in there kind of just balances it out. Yeah. It's kind of I how like, like when you eat like acidic foods with acidic wine, like it doesn't taste acidic yeah. yeah so it's kind of a nice clash but it's a good thing two wrongs make a right that is correct i feel like this is my second wine so far that's kind of confused me in a good way mm -hmm. we have a couple like that and we we don't do many blends so most of our wines are i think we only have one two three blends that we do um everything else is 100 percent. so the, the blends that we do do are very unique this being one of them Get a lot of like a Twizzler. 
I love new Twizzlers Pull and Peel. Ooh, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. But remember that commercial? No. Oh. <laughs> it was a commercial when I was a kid, and it was like, I love new Twizzlers. And then they, the girl, like the young girl, would like pull it apart. <laughs> it was really, it was, it was catchy, obviously. I didn't watch a lot of TV as a kid, I'm sorry. <laughs> Missed out on some great commercials. <laughs> I want to have some food with this. Yeah, I agree. I was just thinking that. Okay, what are we drinking? Infandel. Ooh, it smells nice. So this is the only non-estate fruit wine? This one will be the only one besides, this one in our port. Okay. So those are the only two that we have. And where do you guys source the fruit from? Um, it's vineyard select, so it's kind of like all over the place. Okay. Um, I believe it's like three or four different vineyards. Um, but all still right next to us, um, our vineyard out there. Hmm. That's nice. This smells like one that your mom would like. I would I say it okay. tastes like one my mom would like. Yeah. I think she would like this. Is our 13 Reserve Merlot, Ooh. just after I talked about it. Yeah. So this one's a special wine just because of the fact that it's a best-in-class winner. Um, and we only have three cases left. Oh, so wow. it's not normally something that we go for. But it's, for a Merlot, it's a lot of cherry, a lot of dark plum. Ooh. I like that. It's very tasty. If you pair that with a prime rib or a bone-in ribeye, something with a little bit of fat on it, because it, it's, the tannic structure is not too high to where it like overwhelms your mouth, but it's just enough to where it's enjoyable with any type of red meat. Yeah. That you no, I like. You know, I I have to be honest. Like, I'm not a huge Merlot drinker, not because of the movie, because I've never seen it, but maybe like because. That movie came out probably around the time I started drinking wine. Like Merlots kind of went out of fashion, so I didn't pay as much attention to them. Like maybe on a subconscious level, it's because of that. I don't think they're but like, like. I don't think people make them as much either. Yeah. No. Area. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's, well, if people aren't buying them. Why would they make them? Yeah. But this it, but it is grows, delicious. It grows so well in this climate here. No. It's just. Is part of what I like about this maybe because it's a little bit older. Like, cause well, it's, it's a 13, so it's not quite so. Because sometimes it's mature, I, so it's got a, it's so it's in its prime right now. Yeah. So right now it's it's what seven years old. Um, typically, Merlots in their prime are between seven and ten years old. If you have a good Merlot that stands up well, um, this one in particular is just. It was tasting well two years ago when it won it, its best in class award. So I mean, it's been tasting well for a while, but even then, Merlots for me they have like this certain tart taste. Like every Merlot tastes the same to me. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed. Well, like, and I feel I like drink, sometimes it's like it's really like distinct. Mm -hmm. This one I don't get that. I get kind of just like a lot of fruit instead of just that distinct taste. I get a lot of fruit on it, and it's just really enjoyable to drink. Sometimes to me they feel kind of juicy and I'm like if I wanted to drink grape juice I'd get some Welch's and like <laughs> they don't feel like a, a wine I want to open and savor and like have a glass of while relaxing or whatever but yeah. this kind of I, I like it more than I typically would a Merlot. This reminds me of the wine that I was drinking last night. The wine I had last night was um, a little bit grittier. Um, I had a little bit more of like the Secondary notes. I feel like this is nice because it still has this mm, amount of fruit. This is really good. I have liked every wine. Yeah. What has been your favorite of the reds so far? My favorite of the reds. 
I would have to say this is my favorite of the reds that I want to drink so far, but I am that sparkling is Merlot is still rocking my world because I'm still thinking about so, it. So yeah, because like, like yeah, it stays I would rather drink this if I'm being honest, but I want the other one because it's so weird. Yeah. Like I kind of want to buy more than one just so that I can keep drinking it. Before we get into my couple favorites. Um, what a cool bottle. Mm -hmm. This one is a very unique one as well. We are all about unique wines here, yeah. apparently. Just, I've said that word like 40 <laughs> times. We're going to get a challenge. Hey, that's why I like So this is a Petite Syrah, but it is completely unoaked, which is oh, very weird. I've said very, weird. I've said weird I was as going much as you said unique. Say unique. <laughs> I'm going to go with rare. <laughs> is that why the bottle is clear? Uh, no. That. Okay. That has nothing to do. It's just a nice looking bottle, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, Diablo Negro. So this is 100% Petite Syrah. Uh, can um, I take a picture of that name? Of course. <laughs> and like I said, 100% unoaked. So what you're tasting in that glass is exactly what Petite Syrah tastes like without any um, And you'll be surprised. It's a little on the no, I wouldn't say like too, like sweeter side, but it's got a lot of fruit forwardness to it. Dark, I don't think I've dark, ever had one unoaked. So was it oh stainless then? Or? All stainless. Okay. You so guys are doing a really good job of making me want to keep drinking things. <laughs> That's our goal, I guess. It's like I was yeah. expecting it to maybe be a little, um, I don't want to say softer, because it's not like there's harsh edges to it, but I think I was expecting it to, like normally when it's oak, there's like a, maybe a little bit more of like creaminess. I feel like... End. It's I don't, a lot more ripe, so it's yeah. got a lot of ripeness to it, to where like it's literally there's because I mean a lot of oak is gonna give you like a lot of vanilla flavor, which actually softens mm -hmm. like the harshness or like the the tannins or anything in the, in the wine. Yeah. So without that, you're literally only getting what Petit Syrah would right, normally yeah. taste like without it. It's like, like Welch's, but you know with well, the perk of being of having alcohol. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say it like it is. And I'm trying to, th like, I don't know how to make it sound better because, like, it's kind of has a flatness to it, which is not, it doesn't sound good when you say it's flat, but it's not a bad flat. It's just, like, not, like, I want it a little bit chilled, maybe. Ooh, um, I think that would be good. Because I want to keep drinking it. Like, it's good. I'm not, it's not flat not in a bad way. It's just, like, it doesn't. It's not overwhelming to my palate, mm -hmm. maybe is a better way to say it. Yeah, I don't I know. Want to keep like I said, it. you guys, like everyone, I'm like, there's something, like it's good, but I, I can't put my finger on it, so I just want to keep going back for more. I think what yeah, I like... Yeah, a lot of unique ones here. I think what I like is that, like, I could just sit and drink this, right, and like not think about it, and it would be yeah. great, but it also, Ooh. if I want to think about it... I it figured really it out. This is brain. a good corksicle wine. Oh, yeah. I need to take, I want to put a bottle of this in my corkscrew, put my corkscrew in the fridge for like 10 minutes without the lid on, and I feel like this would be perfect. It wouldn't change the taste. It would It would be perfect. So this is 2016 Tanat. Mm. So back to what I was saying, this is one of the better produced wines. I think this one likes it. This one, we've had two wines here that's won best in class at the San Francisco Chronicle. Um, it was this one in the Merlot. And this one was this year. Just one this one. 
I feel like Tanat is becoming more popular. In For sure. Area. Yeah, it's. I think the first time I ever had Tanat was at Halter with Katie and Tyler. I actually was just there recently and tried their Tanat. Yeah, really good. this was quite some time ago. Kind of an earthy grape, but ours is. Uh, I, got a lot of things going on. Is it unusual for it to be like 100% Tanat? Like, I feel like often when it's I've noticed it, grape, it's, yeah, blended. Uh, but, I mean, that's just kind of just, that's more of just California. Because, like, honestly, like, you know, Cab Franc, Petit Verdot, um, these are also known as blending grapes. But if you can do it correctly, I mean, it's a great single varietal, you know, wine. Yeah. Um, like I said, our two best wines to me are the two wines that are considered blending grapes, which are this and the Petit Verdot. So, I mean, it's they're just really dark, inky grapes that are known for mostly just coloring up a wine. But, ah. I mean, if you do it correctly, I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Well, too, isn't it true that, like, in France, they can't get it ripe enough in a lot of the areas that they traditionally grow? So right. Like here, we get a lot more sunshine, warmer weather. Yeah, so, so it, it depends out. on if it's new. So northern France doesn't really get the doesn't have the correct climate for it, um, whereas southern France um, gets perfectly warm enough. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. Pretty, bleep, pretty bleeping hot. <laughs> yeah. So, which is why here, Rhone bridles grow so well, because the climates are so similar. Um, whereas here, it's a little bit of more of a, it's, it's a better climate, I would say, than a lot of other places in the world, because it's such a diurnal temperature shift, where you get about a 50 to 60 degree temperature shift between day and night. I mean, it can go all the way up to, you guys know, it can go yeah. all the way up to 105 and go all the way down to 60 yeah. at night, you know, so it's, it's crazy. That's good. I want some I want food, food that, yeah. Like, I feel like there's a lot of... Um, I have genuinely liked every wine, though. Yeah. I think this is, like, such a great stop for large groups. Especially if you don't, they don't want reservations. Like, yeah. if they're okay without reservations, like, that's crazy. I think that's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah, and I think there'd be something for everyone here. Mm -hmm, for sure. And having the food is would make my dad and my brother happy. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to drive you, but we can, can eat. Sit out on the, you can go grab beer across the street. <laughs> yeah, that would be Kurt. I'll pick you up in an hour. <laughs> See you later. So this is our 2016 Reserve Cab. If there was one wine here that would be kind of our employee favorite, this is the one. I remember really liking the cab when we came out to you guys at the other location. Mm -hmm. I'm to try it again. Not this one. It is good. It's easy drinking. It's fresh. I don't think it needs food. Often I feel like a cab does need food. And I feel like I That's could drink this one, one without it. That's one thing that we do well here is, is, is they're not typical in Napa Valley cabs, huge cabs with a lot of tannins. It's very mild manner. So you can kind of you can kind of pick and choose if you want to drink or if you want to just... So are you guys making wines that you want me to like take home and drink this month? Or are you making wines that you want me to go home and put in my wine fridge and not touch for a few years? It depends on what list you're tasting off of, honestly. So if you're tasting off of this list, these are all ready to go now. Um, this and list, this is the reserve. Yeah, so I mean. They I mean, aged it for you. Yes, yeah, I like that. So the 12 I like petite, that. I mean, we have some older wines on here. So like the 14, the 12, um, and I mean, these two right here, I mean, this one's ready to drink right like today. Um, you could lay it down for a little longer, but that Petit Verdot is so beautiful right now that it's just, it's ready to go now. All of these wines kind of give, you have the option to do either or. Okay. Which is kind of nice. Um, yeah. 
This reserve cab, as you can taste now, is ready to go. Yeah. Um, if you gave it another two years, I would imagine it would taste kind of like that 2012 did at, you know. Yeah. With my tamales. With your tamales. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you change your tasting flight? Every month. Yeah. So actually, the Grenache was on it last month. On, we, well, no, we change this one every month. So this okay, one always this stays, one the, stays same. the same. This, this one. one changes every month. All right, so now we're gonna go to the Petit Verdot, which I'm gonna taste first, because I don't wanna serve you guys anything sure. that's, you know, of course. quality control. <laughs> one time I got served a corked wine, and it was so good, I kept drinking it. Well, one time. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I can't remember where it was, but it was delicious. So 12 Petit Verdot. Is there like, is there like a baking spice? You bake more than I do. I like this. I do too. I feel like I, feel I like typically like... don't like Petit Verdot. Yeah, it's not my go-to. I think I like uh, the cab better. It has, I think for me, what I like about it is that this one has like a little bit more of a, like at the back end, there's like some freshness, like an herbaceous Yeah, acidity, which is surprising for a 12. typically is overpowering for me in Petit Verdot's. Like sometimes they're a little too green. Maybe because it's older. <laughs> this is our CB Reserve cab. So this is another cab, but this one is just—it's basically this all of that, our ultra premium fruit. Yeah, that's the CB cab here, and then that's basically going to be the best barrels of each lot. So once it's picked, we find the best fruit, put it to the side, we put it in a barrel, and then pick the best barrels of those lots, and that's what comes into this one. So it's very small batch production. Ooh, it's really good. Smells really good. Mm -hmm. And this is real platinum. Oh, nice. Fancy. This is the studium. So this one is a three blend wine, proprietary red blend. So this one is Merlot based. Okay. Um, but it's got a lot of Petit Verdot and Petit Syrah. So three. The 200%, that's not a typo. Not a typo. Each wine was aged separately in 100% um, American. Oh, okay for half the time of the aging process, brought out and then aged in 100% French for the, the last part. So they literally have both influences of American oak and French oak. Mm, very cool. But I don't like lick the bottle. I love a kebab. I make really good kebabs with steak and vidala onion. They're perfect for camping. Vidala. So tell us a little bit about your wine club. Um, so, very straightforward. So this is basically the wine club sign-up sheet that okay. we give to people. So basically, you have three different choices. You have a 12 I like that bottle. It's so simple. Yeah, it's very <laughs> simple. 12 bottles, six bottle, four bottle. Um, you can do white, red, mixed. Um, we have a lot of customization options too. That we um, two weeks before we send out a shipment, we'll email you, kind of let you know. Um, yeah, you have different, you know, options. Um, we have four shipments a year, so quarterly. Um, depending on what your bottle size, your, uh, your your shipment size will be, um, we have um, plenty of um, events throughout the year that are wine wine club members only. Um, like for instance, we have one coming up. Uh, it's Member Appreciation Weekend, and it's basically a two-day event where we have one day is going to be um, we have a band coming, pretty famously local band like a they're Turkey Buzzards. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they play at Raccatour Room like every Thursday. Yeah, so we have them, and then we have some uh, catering coming, um, and we'll do that upstairs while the tasting room's open. Um, and then 
on Sunday we'll do blind tastings. Oh, fun! Yeah. So, also food on that day as well. Um, and then we just do, you know, do pickup parties. We have Cinco de Mayo events. We have winemaker <laughs> dinners. We have a Harvest Fest dinner. We just had the Valentine's Day dinner. House members only. Um, so we have a lot of different events every year. Um, you know, you, you come, you four, up to four people that are with you will get free tastings as well. Um, anybody that's with you when you come in will also get your discount. So oh, that's depending nice. on what club you're in, you get 25, uh, I'm sorry, 25, 30, 35. Yeah, so I noticed that. That's high. Yeah. Especially that's awesome. with as reasonable as your prices are. Exactly. Like I was really surprised to see that. Mm-hmm. You get 20% off of all cafe purchases, so anything in the kitchen, and then 10% off of uh, all Broken Earth merchandise over there. Wow. Yeah, because that, I mean, that, like, the prices that the 35% off brings the yeah. wine down to is crazy. And we have a lot of cool events throughout the year. I mean, we have, uh, we do something called Bingo, which we do in this room here. We black it out, and it's black light bingo. Oh I want to come to Bingo. I always wanted to it's play Bingo. It's a lot of fun. People I want to come. Sign up. Sign up. The next one is going to be in March. Um, so just look, go, go to our, our website and then sign up. Black it's, light bingo. That is awesome. People love it. I would it's love it. It's a lot of fun. You win prizes. And it's a lot of fun. And then we do. Uh, do you have like a minimum? Um, so is it like a two shipment minimum before people can cancel, cancel if they Three. wanted to? Three. Okay. Yeah. Which is usually it's about a year. Yeah. So that's that makes sense. Yeah. I know I've said it a few times, but like I'm really just surprised with, you know, you see the prices and it's like, okay, this wine might be a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but I liked everything. I have, right. I have well, genuinely that's, liked that's, every one, and then when I see like, the prices, like I like them even more because it's attainable. Like. Well, yeah, and you know, I, I, I network to a lot of places, and, and you know, without telling them where I work, I, I mention the winery. They're like, oh. And I'm like, have you tasted there recently? Like, well, I've never tasted there. It's just, it's just cheap. Like, yeah. You know, that's that's not, you know, you can get good wine at a good price. Like yeah. this one, Glens out on the 46 East, they have really good wine for a, a, a fairly cheap price. There's actually a decent amount of wineries around here that have that kind of, that yeah. offer that. Um, no, you guys have done an awesome job. It's super inviting. Like, I love it. I am. 10 times more likely to like recommend Broken Earth having been here mm-hmm. than like, plus it's way more convenient. Yeah. Like you are 10 minutes from my house. <laughs> right, right. Super convenient, great prices. We always have events, especially because we're so close. Just, I mean, always just check our website. We always have usually big, two big, you know, concerts that we'll bring in. We're going to have, um, uh, we're going to do like a, I'm planning like a kind of like, I would, I, I, I get in trouble when my boss hears that I call it a rave, but it's not going to be necessarily <laughs> a rave, but I don't know if you've ever been to like one of the Tobin James parties. Mm-hmm. It's going to be similar to that, okay. but we have the space. Yeah. Have, like the DJ can be up here and, you know, clear all this out. It's going to be fun. It's gonna yeah. Be fun. You, don't really, you don't really have that in Paso. Yeah. You know, really? Especially Tobin James does it once every two years. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, you have what, nightlife wise? Name one place besides Captain McGrath's you can go if you don't yeah. live in slow. No, it's you know? true. It's, it's true. Just, Even if you live in slow. I went out the other, like, a couple months ago, and I was like, this is a lot different yeah. than right. a couple years ago. I am too old for that <laughs> yeah. shit. I am too I am I, hang with this. Ten years ago, that was my jam. Now, I'm like, vibe, oh, yeah. you're telling me I can get a decent glass of wine and have a good time? Like, what time should I be here? Just, exactly. 
You've got it's, our email. Let it's me know. Be, we'll, we'll be able to pack this place we'll pretty here. well. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I that, can Uber and be home by 1030 or 11. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Central Coast Uncorked. We hope that you enjoyed hearing the tasting experience from our point of view. If you did enjoy the episode, please rate, review, subscribe on your podcast platform and maybe even share it with a friend. Connect with us on social media because we will be posting places that we're headed and that we're recording at. So you'll get some inside tips that we don't release in the podcast. And you can also let us know where you think we should go. We'll see you guys next week for another new episode. Bye. Bye.